Yo, 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 Welcome back to the Young All-American State of Mind podcast with your boy, the Young All-American, Justin Foley. With your young superstar, Brandon Kaufman. Bro, man, how are you, how are you doing, my guy? Man, I'm doing good, bro. The, man, the sports world is crazy right now, dude. That's, 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 that's very true, man. What you, what you, what you been doing, man? And just working and catching up on these games. And I actually started doing push-ups during the commercials. I started that back up again. And it's been really feeling good. Like, you you start to see a lot of improvement right away because it's so, like, consistent. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing them consistently. So, you see improvement right away. Okay, okay. That's solid, man. That's solid, bro. Because I'm not going to lie, bro. You put me on to doing that, bro. You feel bro, it? It's, it? it's Bro, it's like, it's like you can be... It's not, I don't even know what to call it, bro. Like, you can just chill, and then you can just do push-ups while you're watching TV. It's just, like, an easy, like, chill way of working out, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like, bro, like, just get some slight cardio in, man. I mean, not cardio. (laughs) (laughs) It's a slight workout, bro. It's a a real slight workout, you know? Something easy and simple, you know? But but you're going to feel it, though, for sure. Yeah, you're going to feel it the next day, bro, because, like, mm-hmm. you're going to feel it, like, like it's, like, right here, right next to your armpit. It's, like, right here, bro. In your chest. You feel it. You feel them push-ups yeah. in your chest, man. That's... Especially if you haven't done, I don't know what's worse. If you haven't done chest in a long time mm-hmm. or if you haven't done abs in a long time, you get right into it. Ooh. And then the next day, Ooh. I don't know. What is worse? <laughs> oh, I remember like the first time I was really starting to do like ab workouts for real, for real. Boy, boy, the next day, that that half of a week, bro, my my core is so tight. I like, I feel it every time. I laugh, and this and that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dude, man. Yeah, that's, but that's bro, it's up? crazy. Like the uh, they, it's this team called the Las Vegas Knights. It's a hockey team. Mm-hmm. And bro, when I say people are crazy about hockey out here, like mm-hmm. bro, I'm talking about like like almost like forty thousand fans was in the T-Mobile Arena, bro. Wow. Like wow. They they crazy. I didn't know Vegas was crazy about like mm-hmm. the uh uh you know their their hockey team because the hockey team just got here before actually before the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, like they uh their hockey team is pretty solid, bro. Cause I remember uh. Like a few years ago, they was like in a playoff with like the finals, I think. Because I was in Vegas uh, visiting family. I remember that was such a huge thing like on the local TV, the local news networks and stuff like that. They was following it. Yeah, they they in the playoffs right now, I believe. Like, because I mm-hmm. checked this. Their record is like 40 and 14, which is wild. Like, yeah. that's crazy to have mm-hmm. in hockey. 40 and 14, bro. Like, yeah. but <clears throat> they was talking about bringing... I think in the future we're gonna they're gonna have a baseball team and a basketball team, and I think the Clippers should be in Las Vegas, the LA Clippers. Think so? I know. Uh, should... I know the Timberwolves was talking about moving from oh, Minnesota. Yeah, they need to move too. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I, I feel like I feel like the Timberwolves need like a culture reset, you know. Because, like, yeah. they've never been known for, like, greatness. Like, since I've been alive, you know. Like, yeah. they've had, like, close little moments when they had, back when they had KG, but they was never able to have, like, a real deep run, you know. Yeah. They, like, I never knew, like you said, I never knew, like, that's one of those teams where it's, like, like, you don't know what the culture of it is. Like, it's just, like, they're just there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, they're just an NBA basketball team, like. I feel like what is like the like they haven't been good since KG, like you said, and uh, when Kevin Love was there. Like mm-hmm. other but than the that, part they wasn't even good when K Love was. Like, he was just putting up na- nasty numbers, bro. Like he was, he K K Love. He, people forget that K Love was really a dog. Kevin Love was really nice. It's just the fact he went to go play with LeBron, so he's no longer the first option anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And bro, speaking of LeBron, my guy has said this. What up? My guy Cardi, we had him on the pod like mm-hmm. a few. Uh, I remember we had him all. 
Yeah. And y'all um, go check out that episode too. Oh yeah, he he's the one from uh uh that wrestles at uh Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Cause he's from Florida. But I remember. You, one thing he was telling me is that people, he, he said it's not even he said it's not even LeBron or AD. He said people uh on the team like the role players. Mm-hmm. He said everybody can't play under LeBron's like presence. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. like he was saying like. Like, you could tell, like, the team looking, like, timid. Like, they wasn't, they was taking, like, some dumb, like, shots. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like they're afraid to, like, disappoint LeBron. And Stephen mm-hmm. A said, uh, to, like, the role players or whatever, he said in the offseason he heard that they was, like, feeling themselves a little too much because mm-hmm. they were the tournament champion. champions. Like, oh, yeah. That champion, championship hangover. But that that's bound to happen, especially like with, with a younger team. Anyway, you know yeah. they got they got a they got a decent amount of young guys. But it's like I feel like uh, the Lakers they mismanaged their whole roster. I feel like like their coaching. I feel like their coaching staff didn't put them in positions to truly uh, get the best out of them. You know, yeah. then it's like. Uh, the roster they do have is not necessarily necessary a great roster in general, you know. Yeah. Like who who really wants cool like Kuzma <laughs> to be like? He's not like he's not. You know who they think he is? They think he uh folks from uh that play for Denver, bro. The one that, that had the injury, he went to Mizzou. Oh, uh, light skin about- guy. He tall. Uh, Murray, not not Murray, but uh, I know who you're talking about. I Young believe dude. He's like yeah. a small four, yeah. Yeah, dude is cold mm-hmm. too. That's um, what they think Kuzma is, but he's really not. He hasn't really been yeah. nice since, since uh, what was the older oldest ball Lonzo? Ever since Lonzo left the Lakers, Kuzma hasn't been the same. Because Lonzo was making him better. Lonzo was not necessarily making him better, but putting him in positions to be, uh, to get better looks. You know, easier looks. You know. And I don't think he's right for that team either, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. Bro, did you see the shot that he took? He threw Which the ball. one? That's the question. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Dog, like I'm like Kuzma, bro. Mm-hmm. What is they? What is he doing? Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, man. Dog, and, and even with what you were saying too, and like as a team, like when you're like when your star player goes out, like. I blame I blame the role players too because it's like mm-hmm. okay y'all really got to step up now you know what I mean because yeah. it's like you know like LeBron and AD are not always gonna have like an on night like mm-hmm. every player has an off night you know yeah. what I mean yeah so like that means like the role players y'all got to step up you mm-hmm. know in moments like that and I think that's where the team is built like you I know me you always talked about like the bench if yeah. you don't got no bench like it's mm-hmm. Shit. Bro, yeah, bro, really the cool. Lakers—they're—they're they're roster. Right, it wasn't set up for them to truly have success in the first place. Really, you know, like like uh, their last year roster was a little bit better, but this year's roster, and then also this year's roster was misused. Also, uh, they wasn't using players at their trip. strength. You know. Yeah, it, bro. My like you said, my Trent Harold wasn't hardly playing. I was like. Mm-hmm. I, I felt so bad for him, bro, because, like, he, bro, he can ball. Like, he's a greedy player, bro. Like, he's yeah. aggressive. Mm-hmm. Then, like, uh, bro, I, f- I feel like the more... Never mind. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say that. Because right. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to... I just feel like what... They don't... I feel like the players, like, their role plays and stuff, nobody really knew their role in a way. And it was like their coaches they'll put them in a position to really execute. So I, I blame that more on coaching than I do players. But players do play hand yeah, in that too though. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah, that that I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like this team was just like, Okay, LeBron wanted this player to be on his team. You get rid of a whole lot of players and then you bring in like mm-hmm. you know, I mean bring in Dennis Schroeder and and uh Mm-hmm. Andre Drummond and 
and a few other players, but like, mm-hmm. and you know, Montrez Harrell, but like, what what's like, what's the road that they're playing? Because like, Montrez mm-hmm. Hill was like you said was on the he was on the bench like mm-hmm. half the time. Um, Andre Drummond wasn't playing to so his his best ability, and it's just like everybody out there was just basically like. Okay, when I get the ball, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and they not look for LeBron right away. You know? mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have. They don't have no real shot creators. You know, and yeah. also like uh, LeBron, he's at his best. Like LeBron teams are at their best when they have when they have shooters around LeBron. They don't have no real shooters around LeBron. He's like, oh snap, folks got a nice shot. He's lethal and this and that. They don't got yeah. that, bro. Yeah. And, and, and it's okay to say that too, you know. I feel like a lot of people say like, oh, you know, like LeBron is still the top player in the league. It's okay to get put out in the first round, you know. This is I mean? his like, first time. Yeah, this is the first. Do you and, know how many times Michael was put out in the first round? Yeah, and I still consider I still consider him as like the goat of the NBA, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just it, it, it's just like. It's just like, oh wow, LeBron got put out, you know, first round. It's not even like that, but like you gotta, and you gotta. To me, I feel like sometimes we look too much at like, oh, LeBron gets put out, but we we're not looking at what the other team did. Like, mm-hmm. like deep look, man, mm-hmm. that dude was going off. He mm-hmm. he had twenty two points in the first, like in the first half, seven mm-hmm. threes. Mm-hmm. But bro, to take it even deeper than that, bro, sometimes people just be. They just can't wait to see somebody else fail, you know, yeah. because they're, it ends like another thing is, uh, another person's success triggers their, triggers them, you know, it makes them look at themselves and they don't like what they see. So therefore they try to take it out on other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's very true. Cause it's like in the sports world, we see that so much, we see so many emotional sports fans. That I love to see people fail. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just like you can't. People hate on greatness, and that's just the way it is. Like, yeah, you yeah. you can be. If you didn't have nothing wrong with you, if you were just perfect, people will still have something to say about you. Yeah, you know? they they gonna they gonna find something. You know. Yeah. And, like, and that's just how some people are, sadly. You know. It's it's crazy. People, I'm sure people got some. People say things about Steph, you know, mm-hmm. about Brady. Like you can, you can name all the greats. People mm-hmm. still try to find some type of way to yeah, say. People something. say stuff about whole. People say shit, people say stuff about Jesus, even Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Come on now. It, 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 and the crazy thing is, bro, the my favorite ring from LeBron is when he, he beat. Uh, Golden State was Steph and Clay in that team. Mm-hmm. Though, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, Barnes was missing shots, but yeah, like they Harrison still Barnes. beat. Yeah, yeah they. It, it's so much went wrong, but but you got to respect the fact that LeBron came back from a three-one deficit. Like what? Yeah. Like come yeah, on. Man. That's yeah, just, that that's just about unheard of. You know, ain't, ain't too many people that's that's doing that. Besides, like, who, who, in our finals, bro? Yeah, and you playing against the best shooters ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I, like, Ray Allen, Larry Bird, I don't even think they can shoot the way Steph can. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like Steph, Steph is the greatest shooter ever. Ever. I, I've mm-hmm. seen some stuff where mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, this man, You, we talked about the man that took... Almost a logo shot for a game-winning shot against uh, OKC Thunder a few years back. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that game, actually, matter of fact. <laughs> I watched that. But, bro, let me tell you, Dame is up there, too, now. Yeah. Dame, he, Dame is most definitely up there, bro. He, he, it, People don't, people, people give him the respect, but then it's just like, bro, like, he does so much and he shoots so well. He's such an efficient player, bro. Yeah, he is, bro. Like, and his role players do not step up at all. Like, mm-hmm. it's like he, and that's why, and that's why, bro, I want, I hope the put, like, their coach just got fired. They parted really? ways. Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. they need to surround, because it's like, you got Damian Lillard, and you see what type of player that he's turning into, mm-hmm. bro. Like, 
He can get you fifty on any night, bro. If mm-hmm. you piss, if you piss Damian Lillard off, he can get you probably like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something that's crazy though. Like their offense wasn't their problem; their defense was. Yeah, they they their defense is they play, their defense was so terrible. But they play so well. They play so well offensively, but but they don't have a decent defense. If they if they just had a decent defense, you know, they I feel like they would went even further. But they don't have, they don't even have that, you know? Yeah, and with that too, bro, they, uh, they were saying like the, 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 um, the role players went like one for like 12, like the bench players or whatever. For real? Um, yeah, it was crazy. But, Jeez. uh, Stephen A said on first take, he said he's, he's got a rumor that Carl Anthony Towns might be going to Portland. For real? Yeah, for for Nurkic and I know he said I know, I know one of them said they did want to leave, but it's like I don't, I feel, to me he's just he's not that I thought he was that, but he's not that. He's not. I mean, he's had great moments. Like he's played great moments, but it's like. I think what he's Clark not even, bro. He's not even putting up crazy numbers. He's on a bad team and he's putting up all right numbers, average numbers. It's like at least like if you're gonna be on a bad, like like Kevin Love, he was on a bad team, but you couldn't deny the numbers he was putting up. Yeah, and that, and that shows like how dominant he is and this and that. But it's like he thought uh, to me like I feel like he was overhyped in the beginning. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I, no, not, not overhyped, but he had a great start, but he hasn't done much really since that start. Yeah. bro, like his 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 college career was so crazy, bro. Like, and then like people, like we as a sports fans and social media, like over, like overhyped him, you know, because he was mm-hmm. nice, but he's not, he's not what people think he is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the only person that I would really truly hype up right now. That's mm-hmm. nice. Is Embiid. Okay. Yeah, healthy. I like, a healthy Embiid. Yeah, but it's like like getting back to Carl though. Carl, he's he's cool. You know, it's just he from the way his career started off, you thought, oh, now nah, he gonna get even better. You know, but he hasn't shown that that progress. You know, necessarily. You know, like he's gotten a little bit better, but he hasn't been like he hasn't reached the the potential that a lot of people thought he he would. But that doesn't mean he's a bad player, though. He's like he's not like, a bad no, player. Not bad player. Yeah. Maybe he just needs to be surrounded with a different because he is on the Timberwolves. So True. I see, get see like we said, it's probably a culture thing there. You know. Yeah, and it's like you see, you see what Damian Lillard brings to the table with you know Portland got has a has a different culture. Mm-hmm. You know, the leadership. Had, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. OKC had had a. a, a you know, different culture, and you can you can go down a line of different teams. Mm-hmm. You know, as a you know different culture things, but like maybe he just like you said, he just needs to be on a different team. Like you see, Melo, how terrible, how bad he kind of was playing when he was with you know OKC and then the Rockets, mm-hmm. and then he got to Portland. He bro, started bro, tell you something crazy though. He wasn't playing that bad with the Rockets. That's the crazy part. Cause I remember, I remember the interview he did with uh, I forget who he did with it, and he was talking about like, how he got traded or how he got released and stuff. I'm like, dang, like, it's it's a it's a cold game, man. Oh yeah, I forget about that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think he was doing he he actually did it with uh Stephen A. I think one of the interviews. Okay. Because he I remember he said, when I was on ESPN. I remember that for sure. Yeah, he said he found out on the plane mm-hmm. that he was getting traded. And you just like mm-hmm. it's a, bro, it's it's really a cold game, bro, because is it's it's just all business. So it's like mm-hmm. unless you just like a franchise player, like you most likely gonna get traded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless yeah. you like like LeBron or mm-hmm. you know Steph, like you're most likely gonna get traded. That's know? true, bro. That's true, man. But what, but what are some things you've been peeping, bro? Uh, that, uh, uh, well, it's, you know, uh, uh, mental health awareness month, so, mm-hmm. uh, my dad was actually, uh, doing lift driving. Okay, and, okay. Uh, 
and he was stuck in traffic for like two hours. Ooh. Turned to find out somebody was trying to commit suicide. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy that's, right there. And then I've been, I was working in a hospital the other, uh, I was at work the other day, bro. I was crazy busy, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. And this is like my third time seeing somebody like deceased, bro. Like a so, dead body? Yep. Ooh. So my auntie, my, uh, both my aunties, yeah, and then I went in there and, like, the, uh, her son, the, cra- the the whole messed up part is, like, her son was a patient, too, in the hospital. Wow. So, like, it was, so, like, he was sitting in a room, like, on the phone waiting for, like, his, like, dad to, to get to, like, mm. the hospital. He was trying to give him directions. And, yeah. I told him, like, you know, I'm here, you know, to take you to your room. He said, I just need a couple minutes and stuff. I'm like, and while the dead body is, like, there, bro, I'm like, man, like, That's it just heavy. gave me goosebumps, bro. Like, yeah. like mentally, I'm like, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to do that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, what you saying, bro? No, I was just saying, too, and it's like, he's a patient, too, so yeah. I can only imagine what he was going through in his head. Mm-hmm. Hey bro, that's that's such a, a such a such a heavy scenario to even be in, you know. And it's like uh, when when you see a dead body and you see a lifeless body, it shows you how fragile life really is, you know. Yeah, uh, when I first saw it, bro, and it's so true about that because like, when I first saw it, I was like, mm-hmm. "Dang, bro, that's wild." Bro. Like that's my, I mean, like I'm 23. Like, yeah. Seeing something like that, like super, super up close, mm-hmm. like you only, you know, you you watch, you know, you watch a lot of movies, see people get killed, and yeah. but like see somebody that's like deceased up close, like that really, mm-hmm. really have everything in my life. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm taking care of my health, my mental mm-hmm. health. I'm doing everything that I can to be happy, and I'm being stingy with my happiness. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, you, you gotta be stingy like with your peace of mind too, in order like you can't. You can't uh, let people be able to like, like you can't be put in situations that's gonna cost you peace of mind type of things, you know? Cause you, cause you yeah. know how valuable that peace of mind is, and then it's like you know how how quick things can turn, you know? And you know how 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 quick a life can be lost, you know? And it's like once a life is lost, you can't really come back from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's very true when you said uh. Mm-hmm. When the life is lost, you can't come back from it because once once you die, you just you know mm-hmm. that's not how life operates. You know, yeah. people you know die that you come back like that's not always you know the you know the scenario in life. You only get one chance. You don't get yeah. three, three not even two chances. You only get one time. And it's like yeah. everybody you know a lot of people like to blame God, but it's like we all got free will. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like. You put if you 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 gotta take care of like your mental health and you have to love yourself. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Like, um, uh, I remember like maybe like a couple of months ago, like I went to a funeral, right? Of uh, I remember my uh, my godmother's like uh like her mother or whatever. No, it was my uh, my cousin's his uh, his grandmother passed or whatever, right at the funeral. You know, you know how people get their remarks and this and that. They sing different songs, you know, and it's like just being in that environment made me think about like, shit. Like, how do I want my funeral to go? You know, and like, what do I want to be remembered for? You know, and it's like, I'm I'm not gonna lie, bro. I have like a playlist. Like, I have a playlist created just for my funeral, bro. Like, like I just want the playlist to be played, like, throw it on shuffle, and just let it rock out, you know? And it's like, uh, that could play the funeral and a repass, you know? All that stuff. But it's like, I know I want to have, like, a positive impact on people, you know? Like, I want to, I want to, I want to know that, that the things that I'm saying and doing is, like, really helping somebody else, you know? Like, it's really helping somebody get through whatever they're going through, you know? Yeah, for sure, bro. That's that's so dope, bro. Cause it's like, I like I want us, I want you know anyone. Just like I got to a point like after going to my sister's, you know, funeral mm-hmm. in Chicago, 
Well, you was there, yeah. and um, just seeing. Uh, uh, I I just wanted to be more of like a celebration, you know. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, don't you, know, you don't gotta be like all sad and stuff. Like, like we be happy about the moments we had together and the, and the things we've done together. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like. We, we normalize too much about funerals. Like, why mm-hmm. can't it be a celebration? What's wrong with that? Like, you know, because it's like, what, like, I, uh, funerals, I was just like, from now on, bro, it's just like, I put in my mind that it's just going to be celebrations. Like, we normalize funerals too much. Like, it's just, like, it should be celebrations, man. Like, mm-hmm. because you can't, like, mentally, it's not healthy just to be sad the whole day. Mm hmm. That one day can spill over to a week, and a week can spill over to a month, mm-hmm. and a month can spill over to a year. And now it's like you yeah. at your lowest that you can be in life. Mm-hmm. You 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 in in the depths of the dep- of depression, you know. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like a funeral is like, like it's cool, but it's like I I don't I don't want to say cool. I take back cool, but the funeral should you shouldn't be. Uh, sad you know you should be like happy for the individuals because they're not in this this worldly place anymore and they don't have to deal with the the negativity that this world has to offer you know and they're not in pain no more too so that's another Mm -hmm. you know positive thing to you know think about it's like like you be more hurt than be alive and in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. than you know them just like okay, they're not in pain no more. They're in a better place. You know. Yeah, I, that that was that was my my thinking when my uncle Kenny, when he passed away. You know, I was like at least like he doesn't have to deal with with the pain of certain things anymore or, or certain illnesses anymore. And, you know, like he can finally be at peace and and in that next space of the afterlife, whatever the afterlife is. You know. That's very true, bro. Man, what's what's some stuff you've been thinking about though? Uh, like as as a recently or like about like funerals. Uh, just recently, bro. Just in general, recently. Yeah. Let me see. I, I wrote I wrote some stuff down, bro. Hold on, hold on. Oh, one of them was like uh, one of the things like one of the thoughts I had is like uh, I heard this guy say this in an interview. He's talking about how like uh. His mentor told him, like, you don't have to force your perspective on other people. Mm. That's, something, that's something I was really thinking about, you know, because, like, who knows who's really wrong or right, or even if a wrong or right really exists anyway, you know, type of you, you right. do it, you know, because, like, oftentimes it's just a matter of perspective, really. Man, that very, that's very true, bro, because, like, you know, a lot of people in this world are very opinionated and mm-hmm. like oh a lot like we're gonna like this whole world like we disagree with a lot of things with a lot of things and it's just like we tend to yeah. people out of our lives and stuff because of that mm-hmm. and like you just gotta get to a point where it's just like okay you got your opinion and I got mine you know and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that like being able to to agree to disagree but then like the wild part about that is like if you if you live life through that person's perspective, you will understand where they're coming from and you'll probably feel the same way. Yeah, right, right. And bro, that's something that I started doing. I think I told you this before, but mm-hmm. I started putting myself in people's like shoes, like yeah. instead of judging right away. Mm-hmm. Because like somebody robbed someone like, you know, as bad as that sounds, but like why did they do it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm gonna put myself in their shoes, like did they mother need some money or something? Cause it's like mm-hmm. if I was up, I'd probably do the same thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if yeah. I didn't if I didn't have like you know, I thank God for the people that I have in my life, but it's mm-hmm. like if I didn't have nothing and, and I had you know, if I was in his spot, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, cause like what put that person in that predicament to to think that that's okay type of thing, you know? Cause like maybe whatever they was going through made them uh rationalize like this is my my opportunity out and this and that you know yeah it's 
it's a crazy world, man, and it, and it's just like if you, you know, that's why like it's it's important that you um, surround yourself around the right people. You know, that does that's that has a goal in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like yeah. not just living to just be existing, like mm-hmm. just someone that has like an open mind and that can that wants to do better in life if they even if they're not doing good like they want to do better they mm-hmm. trying to survive and do better yeah. like because that their their stuff is going to like roll off on you you know because mm-hmm. you're in their circle so, like yeah. whatever they do it's going to help you too mm-hmm. yeah so it's, so it's like uh in a way it's like uh being around people that's trying to go forward in life you know in, in yeah. some type of aspect, you know, whether that's financially, emotionally, like just people that's trying to elevate and grow, you know. Yeah. Oh um. yeah, for sure, bro. I watched that uh, I Am Athlete, yeah. bro. That was probably what you, what you think about episode. It? That was the best episode they had, bro. Okay. In my opinion, okay. yeah, like he dropped like so many like gems just about like how to make a woman happy and. It bro, just like yeah. the little stuff that uh, um, uh, Deion Sanders was like talking about, bro. Like mm-hmm. it was. Well, well, what's, <sighs> some, what's some of the stuff? Let's go deep into some of the stuff that that he said that that really stuck with you. So, well, one thing that that really stuck out to me because you know the big question is like we think you know, how to make a woman happy, and it's like you talk about the little things that sometimes men don't catch. Mm-hmm. So he was. He said, like, you can't pay attention to the outside because you have to pay attention to the inside because you got an emotional, you know, creature inside your house. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have a, like, emotional person inside your house. So he was basically saying, like, when she, like, if she comes home from work, he used this as an example. Okay. And um, she said, how was your day? And you just say your day is fine. Like, that means she's trying to create small conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And he said, he was saying, like, or if she like touch your shoulder, that means she wants to be touched too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not in like a sexual manner, but just like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. little, you just know, little intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, just little in- intimacy. You know what I mean? It just like the little stuff that he broke down, bro, about mm-hmm. that was just wild. Yeah, that that what you saying that about what he said, bro? That makes me think about like the times I even like. uh in general, like, you know, you ask somebody like, how's their day going, this and that, and then they just, they don't ask you that in return, but it's like, you kind of wanted them oh. to ask that in return, because you want to, uh, you want to share with them, you know, also in a way. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I, can, I can really, yeah. I, that, I, can, I, I can connect really with that. I can relate to that, bro. Mm-hmm. I can relate like, to that, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, bro, now it makes it easier to see like people who don't who just don't want to talk to you you know because you you can be like you can simply be like hey how's your day my day is good and then just like like you're looking for like just small just like little small talk you know you're Mm -hmm. not looking for like a old conversation like you're just looking like how's your day going too you know what i mean yeah well i've been in a situation where it's like all right i ask like oh so how you doing this and that but like when I don't get that return, it's like, like, dang, like, I, I really wanted to talk to you about everything, about, you know, like, I wanted to share what I've been going through. Not necessarily, like, my baggage, but it's, like, more of just, just, just having, like, a, a real conversation, you know, like, we barely don't talk, and this and that, but let's, let's take the time to, like, chop it up, you know? But, like, to not get that return, it's like, like, dang, you know, and that, that gets me to thinking, like, damn, how much do I really matter to you, you know? Right. It, it it's it's almost like in a sense of like, you know, if a player is getting like interviewed and and they're asking like, Oh, what did you what type of work did you have to put in to get to this point? And they just say hard work. Like that's mm-hmm. just very bland, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's not giving no extra details. Like when you talk to like when you talk even people in a hospital I'll say, mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good, how you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good. As we're walking by, yeah. like we're not even like you know, it's just little small talk that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, not it's just to me. I feel like 
that's part of socializing in life and it's part of respect too you know what i mean like mm. you know we both in black families so it's like when you're spoken to like we're taught to like give that same energy back you know mm-hmm. it's like just a sense of respect yeah and it's like it's like when we step into somebody's house or just in the house in general and somebody's there like we we speak to them you know then we go right. about whatever we is gonna do whatever we got planned you know yeah and, and it's like you don't gotta say a lot you could just say hey how are you doing yep you know, just or, just or, that simple just that yeah, simple good afternoon mm-hmm. yeah it's just all words bro like, yeah come on. but it's like like bro like going back to what i was saying but like seeing how much you may or or may not uh matter to a certain individual it's like sometimes like you can care about somebody so much and not and then when you realize they don't care about you the same way it's just like like that shit like damn like what but then on the flip side of that like you can't expect you out of other people you know yeah 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 so you just gotta like like um Ooh, one thing that Deion Sanders said, he said, he said, it's a lot of role models out here playing roles. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? And it's like, they're not even authentic to themselves, you know? They just acting, trying to portray themselves a certain way. They're just trying to portray a certain image, you know? But it's like, oftentimes, the best thing you can do is just be you, you know? Be you. And it's like, when you be you, when you being yourself, you never know how much that, that may be helping another individual be comfortable with embracing themselves, you know, loving themselves. Right. It, it, it's true, bro, because it's like, like I mentioned before, like, bro, Derek Carr goes to my church, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's rich and, you know, has a great family and stuff, but he doesn't portray as social media has portrayed him, like, mm-hmm. as, like, you know, oh, I'm a superstar athlete. I'm too good to be in church and to mm-hmm. socialize you know, the men of the church or the people of the church, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like uh, it's social media fault too for hyping up like some of these like artists and, and mm. rich people. Like, you can still talk to, socialize and talk to people. Mm. You know, the only difference is it's like you're just a little bit more wealthy than I am, but that doesn't make you, you know, a better person than I am, mm. you know? Let me tell you the dangerous part about that, bro. Sometimes uh, people will put other people on a pedestal just to knock them down. Yeah. You know, they just want to see somebody fall. You know, and 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 it's and it's and and, and it sucks to see something like that. You know, because for other people, they may think, "Oh, this person, they doing this is it stuff." It make it harder for other people to appreciate the respect that others are trying to give them. You know, they like in the back of their mind they think, oh, well, if this person is just trying to hype me up, hype me up just to build me down, bring me down, you know. But it's yeah. like, no, it's not even like that. Like I really rock with you. I think you're a cool person. This and that. It's not even necessarily anything about like me trying to bring you down. Man, that's that that that's very true, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why people do that. I think just because of like insecurities and to make themselves think they're making themselves feel good about it, mm-hmm. good about themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they know that other person is doing a little better than them in mm-hmm. life. It, it, it's just, it really blows my mind, bro. But, like, it, it makes you think about how tough, how, like, we live in a time where you realize the second, second guess things, you know? Yeah. Because, like, sure, you don't bro. know, like, the true intentions behind certain people's actions, you know? Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy world, bro. Some of these people are legit, like you know, mentally crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, not to get off subject, bro. Bro, at the hospital, bro, we ran in. I ran into this. Uh, I ran into the situation where, you know, in the ER because I was getting a patient. Okay, dude okay. Was knocked out. Black dude got up. He was like, he was like, "Where's my money?" He said, I had $800 in my wallet. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he was like, because yeah, uh, the nurse name was uh, uh, Johnson. He was like, Johnson, where's my money at? Mm-hmm. And she was like, <laughs> she said, I don't have your money. Mm-hmm. But bro, like, I think some, like, he was confused because like, 
you know, some patients get brought to the hospital in ambulance. And sometimes mm-hmm. they be like out sleep because yeah. they got some medicine and stuff in their bodies. Like they be really confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shoot, sure. they be they be drugged up just like uh, so they don't feel the pain of certain things, you know. But it's like that, that when they get drugged up, they start like, kind of like hallucinating in a way. They're not completely there. Things are kind of lucid in a way. Yeah, yeah. it's. It's like, yeah, I use this example. It's like, you know, when you travel to a different state and you fall asleep, mm-hmm. and when you get there, it's just like, wait, I thought we were going here, but you're already there. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I had those moments before. I'm like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But uh, last thing I want to talk to you about is like these, um, the fans. Boy. Like they, Boy. They've been messing with me lately, man. Like, come on, man. Like, Mm-hmm. Spitting on, started spit on Trey Young, throwing mm-hmm. popcorn on Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. and then throwing a bottle at Kyrie. Yeah. What yeah. are your thoughts? It's it's so crazy because, because you never know what could have been inside that bottle. What if it wasn't a bottle? What what if next time like somebody decides to throw something else? You know, like I remember, uh, it was like I was like in high school. Though, and they showed us us this uh. This episode of this, it was like a, not necessarily a TV show, but like a news, like a news show, whatever. They was doing the, uh, oh, what do you call them? Like, they was reporting on this lady, like, uh, she was walking, she was walking down the street, and she was a model, right? Uh-huh. And she had, like, this stalk or whatever. This dude, he threw battery, he threw acid in her face, right? Wow. And, 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 and at first, it looked like water. Like, you know, it looked like water. He threw it in her face. Her skin and stuff, like her skin and her flesh started peeling off and coming off, bro. Oh, my God. So, it's like, what if, what if next time it, uh, it's not just water, not just popcorn, what if this is acid, you know? Man, oh, you what, if, what if next time an athlete feels threatened and they decide to act on that to protect themselves? And then that person who attacked them tries to do like a, like a, like a lawsuit, try to sue that other, try to sue the athlete, like, oh, uh... I feel emotionally damaged and this and that, but it's like, come on now, like it's, it's yeah, that's the easy wonderful. way out. Yeah. And, and, and I think when fans do that, you got to be charged with battery assault. Like that's mm-hmm. battery and assault. But if I do, yeah. uh, like if I do, like if we don't got that relationship of mm-hmm. like I throw a bottle at you and that's how we joke around, but like yeah. you, I don't want popcorn thrown. Like mm-hmm. if. If something thrown at you, like, you can charge somebody with battery assault. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's like the, the blatant disrespect, you know. And it, and it shows how, on a bigger scale of things, they don't respect us as people, you know. Yeah, fans, fans just think we're just some type of puppets being controlled yeah. by, like, the social and by, like, the government and these organizations. Like, mm-hmm. we, st- we still got a saying... Because we the one that's making y'all money, you know what I mean. Y'all yeah. buy tickets to come watch them play, you know. Yeah, and and, and it's crazy how black athletes are dehumanized. You know, like they they are. they're not even treated like they're human. You know, like they just treat like they like some animals in the circus. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. And I saw this funny picture. It was uh. It was the Indy, it's the throwback Indiana when Ron Artest and I think oh, yeah. Quan Brown. They said oh, they wouldn't, yeah. they said no fans would ever try them. No. <laughs> nah, I said, I said, throw, throw, throw a bottle at Ron Artest in Indiana. Watch mm-hmm. what, you think some security guards going to hold him back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like, like, even like stuff like that, bro, like players shouldn't have to be like, oh. See, like, they just putting the players in a lose lose situation. You know, and I don't know what the league's gonna do about all these different arenas, but they gotta do something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I totally agree with you. One thing that I like that they did was they gave the dude that threw the bottle at Kyrie. They gave out the dude name who did it. They mm-hmm. showed his face, mm-hmm. and he's and he's um being charged for battery assault. Yeah, the mm-hmm. other two people needs to be charged the same thing now. But uh, but it's like for that though, like for the Trey Young Trey Young situation, the dude that spit on him, the person that spit on him, Trey Young didn't decide to press charges. Wow. Uh, so 
that person gets to go dinner and scot free type shit, you know. But it's like they're not going. They're going scot. I say this. They're going scot free in the sense of the the justice system, right? But at the end of the day, no man or woman can outrun karma, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so oh, whatever oh. karma they got coming back towards them, it's gonna come. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's like God sees all too. So uh, I know you heard of that scripture. Whatever is done in the dark will be brought to light. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, it, it, bro, it happened to me before, you know. For real? And, yeah, karma. Talk, talk, uh, are you talking about karma? I thought you were talking about yeah, like a, uh, somebody from the stands did something crazy. Oh no, nah, Brandon, you would have seen me. You would have seen a different side of me, bro. Because I, I, I was about to say, hey, hold on, before we go, you gotta break this down. <laughs> no, but uh, it's you know I think Trey like if I was Trey Fred I would I would literally tell him like you need to charge him like mm -hmm. I know like I'm sure he didn't want to give him energy because he just he yeah. what he did to the New York Knicks sent mm -hmm. him home for one like he felt I feel like that was he sent them home perfect. at their home ain't that home, crazy at their home yep so I I mean I respect him for that and it's just like. Mm -hmm. I, like you, nobody can run for karma, so all the little dirty stuff that some of them fans be doing and saying, mm -hmm. like it's gonna come back to them, bro. But yeah. even harder. That's that's very <laughs> that's true, hard. bro. Uh, and it's like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've earned a lot of respect for Trey Young. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Cause it's like for him <laughs> to have shown up and played the way he played in Madison, Madison Square Garden for his first playoff series. And he showed up and showed up. I respect it. I respect him so much. Bro, and and on top of that, what you were saying too, like, uh, he was playing in front of a hostile crowd, bro. They was mm -hmm. talking about his hair, spit on him. Like, it was, it's crazy. Bro, bro, Madison Square Garden is the biggest, like, that's like what everybody, like, when you know you made it in the entertainment world is when you go perform. That's the Madison Square Garden. You know, that's somewhere everybody wants to perform. Musicians, you know, violinists, you know, uh, athletes. Like, it's everybody wants to perform and put on a show there, you know. So, for him to do his thing and show up and show out in his first playoff series, like, come on now. Man, and he, that's how you humble everybody, though. Like, I mm. think the last thing I want to say is, like, that's how you humble, like, people who just talking crazy. Like, you know, it's like one thing I really respect about him, like, he didn't give that same energy back to what they was giving him. Mm -hmm. He just took a bow, waved goodbye. <laughs> that's that's mm -hmm. all you could do. You know what I mean? True, because <laughs> like, he, he handled his business. You know, him yeah. him and his team handled their business and did what they had to do. They, and then some of the New York players was bumping into him. Like, oh, yeah, I saw like, that. I saw that doing like, halftime or whatever. Yeah, right it was really doing dirty, bro. Like, yeah. for real. For, it, was, like, it, was, it was real chippy. It was real chippy. But that's what I like about the playoffs, though. It gets yeah. it gets chippy, you know. You playing for something, bro. you know. Hey, I get goosebumps, bro, because, mm -hmm. like. This is when I get to watching basketball, for real, for real. This is what we be asking for for the whole year. Like, bro, mm -hmm. well, nobody watches the regular season no more. We, we just we just watch the playoffs. That's when everybody starts playing for real. That's when it but, matters. That's when the most is, at the, is on stake, you know? But before we leave, mm -hmm. I need to hear who's in the NBA Finals and who do you think is going to win? Okay, NBA Finals. Okay, let me tell you who I got in the NBA Finals. Brooklyn... Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say this first. I'm gonna say this first. Since Joel Embiid is unhealthy right now, that I know of, I got Brooklyn versus Denver. Oh. Brooklyn versus Denver in the NBA Finals. Now the winner, I'll say I'll say Brooklyn. I say Brooklyn in six. Brooklyn in six. Okay. Mm -hmm. how, how about you, bro? Mine says. Brooklyn, and I would say maybe Utah. You know, I'm not. Uh, I know that's a team that was kind of you know uh, uh, 
you don't really hear about too much, even though they're the one seed. But I yeah. think they can. I think they really do got a special team, and they got a decent bench, and mm-hmm. um, they got a really good defensive team. And I think they can uh, possibly get to the NBA Finals. Okay. But all in all, I still got Brooklyn winning it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> the, the only the only reason I got Brooklyn winning is because I'm not sure how uh, healthy Embiid is going to be through the rest of the playoffs. Like, if I knew that like, he was going to be uh, like completely healthy and this and that, I would have them. I would have Philly, Philadelphia going to the finals, but they will, but they will lose to to Denver. Yeah. I just wish Jamal Murray was playing. Oh, if Jamal Murray was playing, they'd be my favorite to win a championship yeah. this year. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna sure. lie to you, bro, because he was playing well too. Yeah, he he just bro. If he was playing right now, they would be they like that team would be one of my favorites to win. Like if it was Brooklyn and yeah. them, like I know that would be like a tough. I think that would go to seven. Yeah, I think for real. Seven. Mm-hmm. That's true, bro. So that that low key got me looking forward to next year now. For for Denver, yeah, Denver is gonna be cold. You got a healthy Denver. Jamal, and they keep that squad too. They keep the same squad. Oh yeah. Especially if they keep on working, keep on grinding together. Oh, they gonna they gonna be something nice. And uh, I don't think the Lakers are not gonna be the same mm-hmm. because like AD gets hurt every year. Yeah. And and it's like they keep bringing in all these like players, but it's just like they're not like it's weird. It's not like the, like you said, not like the right role players or mm-hmm. people don't know their roles. Uh, see, I, I feel like that's that falls more into the coaching to me, Co- mm. coaching and the GM because the GM is who get the who gets the who puts the roster together. You know. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Very true. Yes, sir, man. You gonna you gonna leave us off with a quote, man? Or something? I'm trying to think of one, man. Um, man, so many quotes I can't think of one. But if you give me one, I could probably think of one. What, what's your quote for the day? Uh, say you know you know the motto. You know, day by day for a better day. It's just that simple. Man. That's the motto right there. I would say I think I quote this from the the Bible. Um. It says, um, don't worry about tomorrow because today has, uh, today has enough trouble in it. Mm. Mm. That's real. That's real, man. Hey, for all the listeners out there right now, go rate, download, review the pod, you know, write what you think about the pod, you know, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, All American State of Mind. And, uh, that's it right there, man. Yes, sir. Yo, man, that's it from Young All-American State of Mind Podcast. If you enjoy listening, go ahead and share with three friends and tell your three friends to share with another three. And uh, if you want more original content, go check out our YouTube channel, All-American State of Mind. Yo, man, that's it from the Young All-American State of Mind Podcast. And I want you guys to remember, if you take things day by day, you too can become an All-American.